this is Comparing Apples to Oranges, a podcast where we take two things in the same category that don't belong in the same genre and compare them using a special set of criteria designed to decide which one is better. I'm Mike, and with me today is... Meg. Welcome aboard, Meg. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so excited to be here. This is your first podcast you've been on? First podcast ever. Okay. Well, are, do you already have uh, plans for your own? Oh, maybe. There's there's a few ideas. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. We'll tease now, and then you have to listen to the whole thing. You guys don't have that technology to skip or anything. So. Right, right. Um, yeah, we just want to interview people in different, uh, I don't know, different occupations and see their secrets and fun stories. Oh, that sounds like edifying. People would, like, learn something from that. Yeah. I don't know about, mm, that's not what this one does. <laughs> I think, if anything, people get dumber if they listen to this. No, we really want to do, like, someone who works in a hotel and just hear the worst stories of what they had to go in and clean up after, you know? Yeah. yeah. That, okay. So more that, fun stuff. Not really things that's going to educate yeah. you. <laughs> that's, yeah, definitely, like, one of those car crash sort of <gasps> podcasts where you're just like, I know it's bad, but that's why I like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's the proper amount of voyeurism where you don't have to touch the stuff that they had to touch, yep. but you got you to hear, hear about it. it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into that. Uh, so today, I believe you suggested the category, which, so it's not just holiday movies, because I've done holiday movies before, and this is a specialty holiday movie. What would you qualify this category as? What do, what do you call it in your mm, head? Really corny holiday movies. I mean, you know. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's Would you say that it's like their network or company created? I, I don't know. What do you call like? Because it's not from a studio. Right. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's like... Because I, I originally thought we got a Lifetime movie and a Hallmark movie. Yeah. In fact, we got two Lifetime movies, one that was released on the Hallmark Channel. Okay, that's it. Which okay. is very confusing, yeah. and I, I mentioned this to Meg before we started. Neither of these are on Wikipedia, and I don't think that Wikipedia is the end-all, be-all of uh, internet sources. However, most stuff is on Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Meg shot back, she said, they both are on IMDb. And the mm. names of the people who write stuff on IMDb have funny names. And one of our movies was written up by, uh, like, a fantasy horror reviewer. Oh. And because there's Ooh. ghosts, there's a single ghost in it. That's, so. that's true. And in time travel. So, of mm, course, yeah. and, you know, she gave it, like, a three out of five stars, which oh, is pretty, pretty, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, Meg, do you, like... Uh, a particular kind of holiday movie. What do you look for when you, when you, when it's time to sit down to watch a holiday movie? What do you look for? I mean, I love the Hallmark movies. I have a shirt, and I should have worn it tonight for uh, my Hallmark movie watching shirt, but I didn't want wear it. Um, but I do love sitting down with friends and watching the Hallmark movies, the Lifetime Christmas movies, because they are so predictable and horrible. And we have a Hallmark movie drinking game that I made up, and we get. We get pretty pretty turnt listening to them. Does that them. <laughs> does that enhance the experience? Does it yeah. does it mollify how, how ridiculous some of the situations are? It does. Okay. Yeah, because we just watch it more intently. How hard do you cry? <laughs> I usually I do tear up. At least. <laughs> no, actually, one of one of the things in my drinking game is um, Meg tears up. So 
And if that happens, everyone has to drink. So. This isn't a, this isn't a bingo card, right? Where no. it's okay. No. It's, so it's that'd be good though. That's an idea. But Next it's any time it happens. Okay, that's really funny. Yeah. Um, it, can you remember a holiday movie that caught your attention and then you started saying, "Hey, you know what? Maybe I could give this a give this a try." Or have you always oh. been a fan? I I didn't happen until maybe. Two or three years ago? No way. Are you kidding? <laughs> <I know. laughs> this is the this is the first time here. I just assume you watched it forever, my whole just life. Just because, like you, so you did theater, right? Yes. And uh-huh. and you are, you like that sort of, like that where where the story is more about the actor than the like the plot. So it's like because a lot of these are very similar stories, but yes. then it's very. like this particular actor is in it or. This has a crazy twist. And I thought that you had just always been into this. So, nope. two years old? Oh, my gosh. My, my newest hobby. Okay. So, post-9-11, right? That's, <laughs> okay. There's probably a Hallmark movie about that. Oh, probably a few. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, no. Oh, no. So, okay. So, in tw- let's in 2018, you mm-hmm. were watching... What did you watch that... Oh, or do wow. you do you remember? Is it just like? You oh. know, I might have started in twenty seventeen. Um, one of my favorites is Spirit of Christmas. It was oh, it's boy. on Netflix. If anyone's interested, that one I just really love that one. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> Ghosts, you know, it's fabulous. So the first time um, I tried to do a holiday movie uh, podcast episode, mm. I was running into a lot of problems because there aren't a lot of holidays that are portrayed in movies. Mm. Um. Christmas being the foremost holiday. Yes. Uh, then, so we watched a Christmas movie and a Valentine's Day movie. Mm-hmm. And there's a handful of Valentine's Day movies, not forgetting, of course, the movie Valentine's Day, which I have not seen. Right. <laughs> Is that any good? Uh, it I was know. trying I, I to own be, it. I don't know if it was It was trying to be Love Actually of Valentine's Day. Yeah, it was. Okay. A lot of famous people in there, yeah. And uh, then, I guess there are Halloween movies. Oh, well, I know Hallmark does have a witch that she's done, like, six different movies about... Is it Sabrina the family. Teenage Witch? Because no, we're going like to get into the... that. <laughs> we are. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> no, it's... I don't know. It's, like, the good witch, and then okay. she has tons of different things about it. Okay. Yeah, it's interesting. What about... So, I'm familiar... Are you familiar with the movie Leap Year? Yes. I have not seen it, but I guess that's a holiday movie? <laughs> I... I... What... I guess so. Le- I guess we should watch it in 2020. There I you mean, go. let's yeah. watch it February 29th. Ooh. <laughs> you get to watch, you make a wish if you watch it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there's Groundhog Day, of course. Love Groundhog Day, yeah. Um, uh, crazy, Eight Crazy Nights, which is about Hanukkah, uh-huh. I think. Yeah. Didn't watch it. Yeah. Just, you know. Uh, yeah, and the summer Hallmark comes out with, and Lifetime comes out with a lot, a lot of like wedding movies. Okay. Like June Bride kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because there's not, I mean, besides 4th of July, Memorial yeah, Day, no. Labor Day, there aren't a lot of summer holidays right. in America. Yeah. And so, I guess, like, there aren't a lot of holidays that we could cho- chosen from. Mm-hmm. And I think we did a good job because uh, they tried to throw us off. So, the first movie we're going to talk about is called A Valentine Carol. Mm. You heard right. It's A Christmas Carol, but they've separated christmas out of it it's gone and what do we have in its place valentine's day uh and it is you know it's a movie it lasted 87 minutes yeah it could you tell me what year it came out if you didn't know 
Uh, it's okay if you already mm, looked. I, I know what year it came out, okay. so uh, I, I would probably guess it to be earlier, though, honestly. Oh, I was going to say it seemed a little bit later. Okay, all right. <laughs> I couldn't t- So we watched, it came out in 2007, <clears throat> yes. and it was Canadian. So I don't know if that what how that impacts your viewing. Um, yeah, but a lot of these movies love filming in Canada. It's cheaper, right? I mean, right? they just love it, yeah. And it's, you know, got those beautiful vistas. So uh, I wrote down that this was a Canadian ghost holiday romantic comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a Lifetime movie. Mm-hmm. It was created by Lifetime. And I learned from my uh, IMDb searching, uh, there's one guy who is very emphatic. I say guy. There was one um, poster who was very emphatic that it was, in fact, a Lifetime movie and not a Hallmark movie. I think this is the mm-hmm. one we watched on Prime, right? Oh... Yeah, yes. Because I, I, yeah, I had to buy the other one for a dollar. It, yeah. was, it was worth it, guys. The other one. Not, this one I probably wouldn't have spent a dollar on. <laughs> oh, shots fired. Uh-oh. Shots fired. Okay, uh, so <laughs> just a real quick synopsis. We're following Allie Sims, who is played by uh, the um, one of the characters from Buffy. Everyone keep calling oh. her Anya. Really? Huh. Uh, her name's like Emma Caulfield. She is a cynical, superficial radio talk show hostess in Seattle. And then someone mentioned, think Frasier, but a girl. And I'm like, well, no. Just hard disagree on that one. <laughs> I mean, she is a radio talk show host in Seattle, mm-hmm. but <laughs> that's about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, she doesn't know the meaning of love, uh, despite the fact that she gives love advice over the airwaves, mm-hmm. which I guess is an attempt at irony. <laughs> It is not irony, but it's an attempt at it. Yes. So we'll have to, you know. Good try. Uh, she is getting engaged, or she is engaged and is about to marry Matt, who is tolerant of her busy lifestyle. On one hand, how many times is the lead female role very busy at work? In, in, in all the movies you've seen, yeah. how often is a lead female role uh, ver- just very busy at work? Not, not typically, I feel. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, next, uh, she's about to get married and a ghost visits her, um, a la, uh, is it Richard Marley? What's the name? Ba- her name, Jackie Marley is her name, but, oh, but, but, yeah, from, from A Christmas Carol. Is it Jack Marley? Oh, I It's not know. Bob. Anyway, <laughs> I knew his name was Marley, and she shows up, Jacob and, Marley, it is, that's yeah. it, that makes way more mm-hmm, sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, she takes her to the past, when she, uh was dating a guy in a dumpy apartment yeah what was his job because everything was about money yeah they were i did write down the the five tips for a good man we can get into later um yeah this guy it was just her first love i think and they were both poor together in maybe new york is that where they were that makes sense yeah really little apartment and i think his was his name ben i don't know that sounds correct okay correct (laughs) uh next we go to the slight it's not the present because that's her current boyfriend Mm -hmm. so she she's visited by i guess the second trip to the past yeah slightly more future uh where she's in love with a doctor and then he wants to go to a like i guess third world country and help people there and she's like ew gross yep uh you know so we're clearly on her side there (laughs) exactly uh and then so this is she's she's engaged three times within a five year span. Yeah, is that correct? She's, she's on the move. Okay, and then we find out that her current uh, fiance 
just really loves jazz. We're talking like oh, number yeah. one jazz fan. But kind of secretly. Right, which is, I guess, the only way to appropriately like jazz. Because well, that's if, true. If you told me you like jazz, I would stop being your friend. Oh, I guess. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Don't no. Leave me in suspense. I'd rather it that way. All right. And then we, uh, the Valentine's in the future. Mm-hmm. She has a lot of Botox mm, done. Yes. And she is um, the the lover of the mm-hmm. man at the radio station. Yes. Who is a gross man. Yes, he's disgusting. And um, there's like more than one Viagra joke. Oh, yeah. Can I tell you, one of one of the things I wrote down that he said, because she's wearing like lingerie or something, and he says, let's see that crack in your rack. Yeah, that guy was the worst. And yeah. um, so, and then we see her have a heart attack while he is having sex with her, which, uh, sure, we get it. Like, she doesn't have... A heart so she like that's the same thing that happened to Jackie she died because of mm. a heart attack right. but like if two older people are having a sex and he has like he's been taking Viagra for I guess the Ever. present until the future yeah. shouldn't he be the one mm-hmm. having a heart attack I um, mm-hmm. I think this is this movie is just trying to scare women and I don't like that yeah it was it was something <laughs> So, did we also see in the future the, like, the nice guy with glasses became, like, also a douchebag? Remember that? Where they, like, mention the, like, he's going to play the bongos on their butts? Yeah, the one who, like, her co-worker, her assistant that she's the haiku to. Yeah, and then, yeah, the really nice guy at at the radio station just becomes a douche with, along with... Joe, that one. Guy. Have you ever oh. written a love haiku? You know, maybe. I did reread my diary recently, but I did not find any love haikus in there. If you had written a love haiku as an adult, do you think that you would put it in someone's pocket? No, I I don't think <laughs> no. Maybe recite it. Uh definitely not put it in text form. <laughs> I don't want that ever yeah. being reused. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Alright, yeah. so just good to clear that up. I'm on board with you. Yeah. Uh, okay, what else did I write down about this movie? Um, um, boner jokes, yeah. we already got that. Something that surprised me in the first, in the opening, that yeah. I was like, this can't be a Hallmark movie. Because she was topless and in bed with a man, mm-hmm. and like getting into the shower. And usually in Hallmark, you don't have sex if you're not married. And you kiss at the very end, and that's, you know. And that's why this it. was a Lifetime movie. Exactly. Which, right? I guess, so they all saucier, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how that works. Saucy. Uh, I just know that... Hallmark movies, how many women are kidnapped in Hallmark movies? Not as many as Lifetime. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. I don't recall any Hallmark movies where the woman is kidnapped or, you know, other, um, other horrible things. Which right? If you fall asleep watching a Lifetime movie, you'll wake up hating men. That's what I say. <laughs> if you watch it to the end, who knows? Maybe there's a nice guy. <laughs> they could fall in love. Yeah, they'll end up with a great guy. It's fine. Um, do you want to give spoilers to the movie? We've only, like, laid out the loose plot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, I mean, I, unless I feel like if if you want to watch this movie, are we going to be the uh, ones who ruin it, or the movies? The movie might ruin your uh, movie experience. Yeah, I think it might. Yeah. Anyway, um, she like I think the most upsetting part of the movie. I enjoyed the movie except for the ending, and the ending kind of ruined it. Then it was horrible. <laughs> it was like, yeah, what? both of them are very bad. And yeah. then the but the ending is outrageous. Mm-hmm. I think there's a rule in movies mm-hmm. that are made for TV that 
uh, everyone has to have a happy ending. So there's, of course, a wedding, and then a hint at another wedding. And both of these movies have those. Uh-huh. However, this this movie didn't make any sense. Um, because she marries the guy who loves jazz, and she's just like, hey, I, I want to learn to love you. I'm like, that's great. Then they get married. You're like, no, just date for a little bit more. Yes. Like, uh-huh. he loves jazz. Yeah. He probably doesn't love you. Right. Yeah, because you don't know each other who you really are. So that's great. Yeah, get married. See yeah. how that works out. Mm-hmm. Um, so the writer so we can try and throw some shade his way, mm. uh, Edgar Lyle did some other small TV movies and some mm. TV episodes. Oh. So very little uh, experience. Mm. Again, 2007. So oh, okay. since then has not done a lot either. Well, um, not surprising Lyle. The director, oh. Mark Jean, <gasps> has done over 30 TV movies in the last 15 years. Wow, look at him. Churning them out. They were all TV movies. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, It's all set in Canada. They're all filmed in Canada. Yeah, I guess, like, the idea of a TV movie is that it's shot in a short amount of time, typically on a sound stage. Mm. Although this one had some, like, non... They were in an office, so that was probably easy to do. An apartment, which was easy to do. Mm -hmm. A cafe. Jazz club. Uh, Of course. Um, And then... But they were, like outside for a little bit i don't know how that yeah. how that is okay that was uh what was your least favorite part of the movie <laughs> um okay one of my least favorite parts was she is um decided to get their their wedding pictures done and she was very obsessed with the wedding and she's like okay let's get our wedding pictures and he was busy so she had someone stand in for the groom <laughs> Isn't that a metaphor um, for their relationship? I think so, and maybe you probably should not get married. But she had someone stand in, and then... uh, Don't worry, a ghost told her it's okay to get married, so... Yeah, yeah. So at at that point, I said, wow, um, she had a fake husband stand in, and Allie's a real piece of work, bring (laughs) on the ghosts. And there was only one ghost. Only one ghost! Only one. I didn't know yet, but yeah. And I guess she was more of a... Comedic relief. She's trying her... I mean, she's been in some stuff. She's been in some Hallmark movies. She looked familiar, I'll say. But... Jackie Marley. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, do you think that this movie was also trying to be It's a Wonderful Life? Because Jacob Marley doesn't go to heaven at the end. Yeah. But this one, she earns her way into heaven. She does. And she's not also not allowed to drink, which... Right, which I thought was crazy. Because at the beginning... Mormon heaven. At the beginning, she was drinking champagne and there wasn't, like, a thunder or anything. And then at the end, it's like, oh, she can't have a sip. She did a shot of tequila. Because she immediately came back to life and was like, give me the booze, which really spoke to me. Because I think I would do the same thing. And she was like, give me all the food. And, yeah, I I, I would be her if I, you know, if I were a character in this movie. (laughs) This movie has a very unusual, yeah, wait, wait... It was a weird movie. I, I don't know. Um, our second movie, A Very Merry Toy Store, Woo. came out in the year of our Lord, 2017. Yes. Unbelievable <laughs> that it could... Th- this movie was made two years ago. Oh. Oh, no. It, so it was made in April. It was almost made... Gonna get that fake snow. I saw a lot of that. I, did, I had to highlight that on my drinking list. Um... It was 90 minutes exactly, right on the nose. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, at least they're, you know. It's, great. We, we got it. Good Perfect. Go. Mm-hmm. Its director was Paula Hart, mm. uh, who's an American television and movie producer. Principal, she is a principal of Heartbreak 
Films, Harp mm. spelled without an E, oh. along with her daughter, actress Melissa Joan oh, Hart. Oh, there's a connection. Who is known for the 1996 television series Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Or also, Clarissa Who, explains it all, right? right? that's what, like, so I don't understand how <laughs> that would be, I guess just because uh sabrina's been rebooted so people are like oh what's the yeah that's my only guess because clarissa explains it all came out before and i thought had a bigger impact on social media not so on media yeah and like kids of the day yeah i like i didn't have cable but i knew about it and Mm -hmm. i think it was better yeah i felt sabrina the teenage very jealous of friends who had watched clarissa explains it all because i was like i can't watch that yeah, I just have to watch this, this dumb witch right, do stupid yeah, stuff right. on a laugh track. It yeah, was awful. Um, what, Friday night, what was it called? Oh, I don't TGIF. TGIF, yes. Um, so this writer, uh, mm-hmm. David Breck, so the director was... Uh, Sabrina's mom. Would you be in a movie if your mom was Nepotism. the director? <laughs> Nepotism is one of my drinking things. Um, <laughs> Wait, not... in the movie or in the production of the movie? <laughs> Well, I guess it can be both now. I mean, I guess it yeah, has to be both wrong. now. Yeah. You're not wrong. I would not want my mom directing a movie. Would you be in a movie if you were the director and you were in charge of any of your family members? No. Because they're just awful. Yeah. Like, they don't listen to me. No, I don't want to do and that. And I know I'm not going to listen to my mom. I do yeah. that enough. I'm not going to do it on a movie. No. But, like her your mom's like okay now kiss ac slater and you're like okay mom like yeah that's so weird like because they go to town they i yeah there is a uh, there's their faces smush into each other it wasn't awkward kisses they've also been in the movie together before though but this is not an official sequel correct correct okay very different movie yeah good to know I think the other movie was uh, actually 10 years before this, 2007. Oh! oh. Connections. Wow, so many great movies released in my lifetime in Hallmark in 2007. So, Connie Forrester, <laughs> and then it says Melissa Joan Hart, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, a young single mom. She is a single mom. Yes. She is not young. No. She is... In her mid-40s? Yeah. Well, Which is... I'm not saying that's old, <laughs> just like when you say young single mom, right. you're thinking like... 27 yeah like yeah. also like her husband did die tragically because of a uh, boating accident i did scheme. not pick up on any but was he a cop i don't know her dad's also dead so i was like this girl man yeah. and, and, and like within the past two or three years both of them have died which she is not shown she shows no grief she does no she's all right now she's fine she's been throwing <laughs> herself into her work and the raising of her son and yeah. taking care of her brother her brother is Oof, what a mess. Uh, did you get some weird chemistry between them? Or was that just me? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> she, <laughs> I think that's a, that was an... Now that, was that a, I own the movie for a dollar, oh, I can rewatch no. it. Yeah, I, so I, I signed up for the Hallmark channel for this <laughs> and had to, like... I set a timer on my calendar so I would make sure that I don't accidentally pe- spend five bucks. Mm-hmm. And Libby and I, after this, I said, do you want to watch any other movies on this channel? She's like, I don't think so. <laughs> so, so, so oh, Libby. <laughs> so I had to cancel it day of. Uh, so she's a young single mom. I'm just splitting hairs just because, like, she doesn't need to be young. Like, that could be, you know, yeah, if she's, she's a young single mom. As young as she is is, like, 39. Right. <laughs> like, if she's a young single mom, the, the story plays out a little differently where she's like she needs someone to help her because she's transitioning and she doesn't know how to be a mom on her own 
However, her kid's like 13. Yeah, she puts him to work. She, and I was like, child labor? Uh-oh. It's okay. I mean, nepotism, right? That's so true. Uh, she's a young single mom. And Will DeNova, Mario Lopez, mm. Holiday in Handcuffs. Yes. Is that the movie he's best known for? Um, Which is just ooh. a... That's an incredibly kinky title I mean, for him, assuming. Known, best known for Saved by the Bell. Right. Of and, course. And now he's a... Does he have a morning talk show? Is oh, he, or is he, he a guest on one of those? He had he had like a game show. I think. I know that. Yeah. I'll look. Him great up. dimples though. But still great hair. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Now yeah. it's not you know in a man perm. That's also yeah, well, a mullet. That's I mean AC Slater man. And he was wearing sleeves on his shirt, so it took me about oh, half the movie to figure out who he was. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But he's yeah pretty good. Also, um. And Zelda from Sabrina the Teenage Witch was her mom in this. Yeah. So they got a little reconnection. Which they didn't... That I, was, was that just for the fans? I don't know. I don't okay. know. It was It was interesting. It was, uh, yeah. It was something else. But I did, I did write, and Zelda, exclamation point, exclamation point, is her mom, exclamation point. Right. Mom. Instead of I her I was aunt. shocked. Yeah. Shocked. Yeah, it came yeah. out of nowhere. It shook me. What I didn't <laughs> get was, so Brian Dennehy... Um, who's, he's been in dozens of things. Oh, um, but he was the, uh, dad in Tommy Boy. Yes. And I guess he goes to the library. Oh yeah. No, there, I have a great quote on that. He said, you don't need Harvard. You just need a library card. And then her brother says something beyond idiotic. Her brother is an idiot in <laughs> he's this. so dumb. And she puts him in charge of some major stuff. And I'm like, why are you, why are you doing that? <laughs> That is not a smart move for good. you, Sabrina. It's not good. Ugh. But, so, Brian Dennehy seems too old to be in this movie. Also, yeah. as a love interest for the, like, unusually young-looking Aunt Zelda. Because Aunt Zelda's yeah. always look... Wait. Hilda or Zelda? No, it's Zelda. Zelda. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Aunt Zelda's always looked a little old. Yeah. But, like, still like a... a spry young old yeah does that make sense she looks good she looks good for her age right you know? She's and she it. looks the same here just like i don't know 15 to 20 years later pretty much which doesn't look bad just like brian dennehy looks like a sea captain like he's seen some shit he and has. he's on his last legs yeah he's <laughs> and he's learning to play the piano he is but not really and that's the thing is like he had so much confidence about libraries why doesn't he have confidence about asking out old women right i know Sad. He really wanted to. He was really giving her some sexy eyes when they were learning to play the piano. And I think that's why I was so confused. In a ninety-minute movie, we try to like inhabit the lives of no less than eighteen people. Oh yeah, because I mean, and then the mayor comes in, and that's um, Anthony from Sex in the City. Any Sex in the City fans out there? He <laughs> was so good in this movie. He was such an involved mayor. He didn't know how. He, that's because he wasn't just the mayor. He's a realtor. What's I think he had a car wash. Probably. He he was selling stuff on eBay. Yeah, he's a baker. Probably. I don't he, know. He gave he just... plasma so he can make some cash. He's yeah. do, he's he's mayor of side hustles. What he he's is doing everything. Um. So we we look into his life temporarily. He has a twin brother. He has a brother-in-law or twin brother. Brother-in-law that he gave his kidney to. Eighty. Yeah. Yeah. We got a really good backstory of him. You know, I forgot all the second I watched this movie, I forgot everything. <laughs> And now that I'm saying it out loud, how could I forget anything? 
I mean, we haven't even touched on the bobsled or the the downhill or, sled. Or really the the plot of it. <laughs> That's because the plot can be summed up on a post-it. Pretty note. Cool. Yeah. yeah. In in okay, mm-hmm. ten words or less. Go. I won't count. Okay. Okay, um, go. Ten words or less. The plot of the movie. Small toy stores being taken over by big toy store. That was four words. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> also, how are there t- still two small toy stores in this little bitty town that are just next to each other one, on the same street? <laughs> one of the reviews was Toys Were Us. <laughs> and I said, oh no! <laughs> also, like, the, oh, the issue is that, like, it's not that they were doing a bad job. It's just that they should... Mm-hmm. Their business model was bad. They had too much overhead. Yeah. They had way too many people working for them. But did they know their toys? I mean, damn. They knew their toys. No, she gave away like an $800 drone. <laughs> she was letting that kid fly a drone in the toy store. And I'm Multiple thinking, days a week. That is not safe. That's a very small space. Yeah. Look out, customers. No wonder you went bankrupt. Yeah. Ugh. Also, Boy, when you think of a a loan you have out on a business that you're going to mm-hmm. pay in one lump mm-hmm. sum. First number to come to your mind, 40000 right? Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, sure. Nope. And then is the down payment <laughs> for his house going to be 40000 Because there's like, that's so. the magic I, I mean, number. I knew that he want, I knew he was going to pay off her loan, but also I was like, why do you want this house that you and your ex-wife? Or just like that together. he would live in by himself because that had like eight bathrooms. So big. It was a Victorian 16 foot tall ceilings gorgeous good house where did they where were they they weren't in canada where were they oh boy did i write that down hmm that's probably i mean it's a fake it's i'm sure it's a fake small town connecticut oh hmm, yeah and they were all crazy about this alicia doll that was coming out which do you think was that just supposed to be barbie because it wasn't an inside joke that i I mean if it was made in 2007 it's earlier i'd say american girl doll but yeah no this is 2017 yeah yeah so i don't know what was big in 2017 who knows anymore but uh yeah yeah Yeah, so let's talk about this uh downhill race oh god (laughs) it was filmed that was rough i think it was if it was animated it would have been better this was the green Mm -hmm. screen Mm -hmm. that someone's children had to do this this is this is borderline child abuse it was really bad is for them to be in a scene this dumb yeah and the thing is like they had it it was like watching ben-hur right because like he used his sled he controlled the sled (laughs) at some point as if they were a, a wheel or a propeller or anything could control the forward momentum of a sled going down a hill. Because he would... He would crash his sled into our, mm-hmm. the hero's sled. And then the hero knew this was going to happen. And yeah. he had a special brake installed. Yeah. And of then course. somehow after he used the brake, he continued to move forward. Which yeah. is... I've been on a sled with a brake. It doesn't go forward anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and then what about the kid who just like... Lost. There were two kids who just lost. Yeah. They, were, they were in the dust. Yeah, they were just... I mean, it was... It, sounds, it seemed like a pretty intense race, race. And, and I did say the, the one kid's crash was the best because it was uh, so fake and he's just like Wah! and then was he upside down at some point oh I'm sure I'm sure they did that yeah um and then good and then of course the brother has a, a love a love romance she's too. frisky she looks 
old. She looks <laughs> way too old for him. And okay. she is just a mess. She is a kleptomaniac. Yes. Who yeah. seeks attention. Francine. That's what her I called her. It's Francine. It is Francine. She worked at a diner mm-hmm. because there's only eight people in the movie. Right. Um, also, we were supposed to know that she was just deeply in love with him this whole time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't pick up on that. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about this carnival. <laughs> oh, God. That's when I think they make out. That's when everyone tries to make out. Well, yeah, that is that is when Melissa and A.C. Slater first kiss, I believe. Um, but Francine doesn't kiss the brother until, like, she's in his in his driveway. And she, like, grabs him. And it was a very awkward kiss. Sabrina and A.C. Slater have it together on their kisses. They've, they've had some Well, that's good, because they get married, like, right <laughs> after. Right. Spoiler alert. She's probably pregnant. But not pregnant. after, because I think her mom marries... I don't know if they get married. I know. I think they hold hands at the wedding. Yeah. To imply that there will, of course, be more marriages down the road. Yeah, yeah. And the last point I want to bring up Mm -hmm. is um, Roy Mm. and his secretary, who's often wearing a hat, really good with quoting stats, and his dominatrix? What do you think? What were you picking Uh, up there? I I did pick up that Roy um, is also the guy from Mike and Molly. He's oh, the guy. He's the mic actor. Yeah. Interesting. So I was like, oh, he's that big guy from that show. I, sorry, I did figure it out. Um, uh, yeah, I I didn't know about her much. I don't. There was some sexual tension there, though. Okay, good. Yeah. I, I wasn't making it up. That's good no. to know. Okay. Um. So we're gonna be back in just a minute. We're gonna come up with four criteria, so that we can tell you which one of these. They're not made for TV. What would you call them? Mm. They are made for TV. They're definitely good. Okay. Made for TV holiday movies is better. Okay, so we'll be back in a minute. Mm -hmm. Okay. We've got our set of criteria to tell you which made for TV holiday movie was better. Mm -hmm. Uh, Meg, you had a great suggestion and they're actually on your drinking list. So can you tell me the first one? I love uh, when there's a blast from the past or, you know, like a past love encounter. Yeah. So a lot of times it's, you know, someone moves back to their hometown and meets their high school sweetheart. Oh my gosh. <gasps> Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I'm actually friends with my, the, high, the guy I had a huge crush on in high school because he played on my husband's rugby team and yeah, he's a good guy. <laughs> the woman I dated in high school... I think she moved to Georgia mm. to pursue an acting career. So, oh, how, wish you the best. I hope we see her in one of these movies someday. Is that an is that an insult? Because I, I, well, I mean, well, like, I mean, I would love to be in one of these movies. So I don't. Know. So that's I mean, high praise. Well, you got to move to Canada. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'd be into that maybe. Yeah. See. Who knows? <laughs> um, the other one you had was just a a good one. Yeah, just the predictable ending where, you know, someone, so on my drinking sheet, it's someone calls out the, calls out the ending of the movie and they get to hand out, you know, five drinks at the end. And it's, it's fairly easy to do in these movies. And so I don't think this is, uh, something you desire in all films. Like when you're watching Mm -hmm. a mystery and you're like, oh, I, I knew from the first scene, you're like, that's probably a bad movie. (laughs) Same thing with like, there's nothing wrong with a good twist or Mm -hmm. just like, uh, you know, a character, a, a sad movie that has a happy ending. Those are all great. But, like, yeah. when you sit down to a specific type of movie, you're like, I don't want to 
be challenged. Right. No. I don't want to watching these movies. No. Right. I want to. I want to engage in some some light. Yeah. Uh, fantasy. I want to turn my brain off. Yeah. Let's follow the the map. Right. That's set before Sus- us. Suspension of disbelief. There will be a disagreement right. at the hour mark because then you have thirty minutes for them to make up and get back together. I think some of it's also just like when you rewatch one of your favorite movies, mm-hmm. you know how it's going to end, and you're not watching it to be surprised. You're watching mm-hmm. it for the the journey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all about the journey, not the destination. Um. Mm-hmm. Every time <laughs> uh, we watch any movie on this uh, podcast, we talk about rewatchability. So. Which movie can you uh, stomach again, or are you looking forward to watching? And then uh, the last one, uh, which made-for-TV holiday movie did a better job of having the holiday in the movie? Mm, yeah, so I'm going to go, I would rewatch A Very Merry Toy Story. Okay. Um, I don't know, it's more recent, you know, I love the actors in it. We've got Sabrina, we've got AC, we've got Aunt Zelda... We've got Mike from Mike and Molly. We've got Anthony from Sex and the City. Just loved all the characters. And I, I could probably think more about, you know, each character and their past and their what, what they're doing with their lives. That's good. <laughs> I'm, um, I could not rewatch this. <laughs> I could. It was 90 minutes. I checked the okay. time three times. <laughs> and here's, here's why... <laughs> I think it was difficult for me to watch. Mm-hmm. It was the first one of the two that I watched. Oh, okay. And so I did not mm-hmm. know what I was getting into. You don't watch Hallmark movies regularly? Not, <laughs> not. I don't sit down on the couch and watch two in a row. Huh. And <laughs> maybe you're going to stop being friends with me because of this. No, no. Instead of your love of jazz being the reason I stop being friends with you. <laughs> So, but I would rather watch the Valentine's movie because after I watched mm-hmm. both of them, mm-hmm. the production value in the Valentine's Day movie blew my mind. They oh, were, really? she was a ghost that disappeared that's where cool. there was a bobsled event that was oh, so true. unbelievably Horrible. bad. Yeah, it was, that was really, really I kept saying out loud, what's happening? Mm-hmm. And then I would check the clock. And no time had passed. Yeah. And it was still happening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, race. don't get me wrong. I was <laughs> upset with the movie. I was... I was... the. It was going on such a good path where I was like, Oh, it's going to teach a lesson. It's going to talk about mm-hmm. the importance of learning to love yes. someone. And it's the importance of uh, you should be... <laughs> In a relationship with someone you mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. and someone that you care for, and someone that you understand, mm-hmm. instead of those five rules, mm. can you please read those <laughs> rules to us now? Yeah, although Jackie Marley said five tips for a good man. Number one, successful, money, and lots of it. Number two, smart, but not a bore, unless bores turn you on. Number three. That's pretty, <laughs> talking out of both sides of your mouth. Right? That's what she said. So what is she... So is this like a Bill Gates, Melinda Gates nod? So like, Ooh, maybe. Because yes. it's definitely not a Jeff Bezos nod. Cause, although, <laughs> he's not very smart. No, no. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's two. <laughs> number three. A rich, smart guy who's not smart. Yeah. That smart. Well, number three, now we have good looking. Okay. But she does say, take the cash over the looks any day, ladies. Okay. <laughs> That's, that's Bill Gates again. That's Sorry, good. Bill. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's... Oh, sorry. Yeah. 
Number four, ambitious. If he's in his 30s and asking people if they want fries with that, dump him, dump him, dump him. Now, <laughs> I mean, I don't, mm-hmm. everyone needs love. And I don't think, I need love. like, let's think of the guy, the manager of a Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. He's, I, I watched a YouTube video recently that was, like, laying out. Probably they're, making more than they're, they're pulling some money. Right. <laughs> they're, and, um. More than what we do. Oh, Shoot. God. It, yeah, but uh, we're just, like, helping kids. That's not nearly just, as. Just <laughs> molding our future youth. That's fine. I don't know if I mold so much hit with a hammer into a shape that I think that's is okay. appropriate. That's probably good. That's yeah. That's fine. Keep them. They just <laughs> just gotta learn. Yep. Okay. So that. Oh God. The, okay. The last one. Okay. A great car. Now that's what I call a plug. That's what she said. Oh, package. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now. Now that's what I call a package. Like, I'm not big into great cars. You know? If you live in like Seattle, it. there aren't a lot of people with cars. Like if you live in New York or Chicago. Yeah. There aren't a lot of people I mean, with cars. Fraser drove a BMW. Oh. There's that shout out to Fraser. Wait, again. is this just about Fraser? <laughs> yep. Is this is is the total package? God, if they had Fraser only, if they had, had a Fraser Oh god, if Martin had been in this, I would have been in love with it. Martin. Mm. No, not that one. Not that one. What about Eddie? Oh, <laughs> the Moose, love him. Moose is real name. That's fine. Um <laughs> I know, I was telling all the people who weren't super fans, <laughs> Fraser heads as they're called. As we're called, Love you're right. Yes. So what I'm confused about there is, hmm. we're supposed to see her as, super, as superficial, right? Yes. What do you think about all these men who are marrying a woman who's making a lot of money, attractive, very intelligent? Uh, what is, I guess is she, she has a. Is does she, she very intelligent? She's. Uh, she's telling people what to do. So That's, she's in charge. Okay. Yeah, I'm um, in charge. Boss bitch. Right? So, like, what about all these people she's attract like, that are attracted to her? Did the, is there a list for guys to look for? Ooh. Hmm. 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 I don't know. A lady who's in charge, who makes lots of money and tells people what to do. <laughs> Go for it, guys. Yeah. Does she want fries with that? Yeah, you've got Dump them. her, dump her, dump her. <laughs> so mean. This, this movie, A Valentine Carol, did have me guessing for the ending, though. I really, I could not predict it, because I was like, who's she going to end up with? Just because, I, it's not a smart movie, but it did more as a, like, character study mm-hmm. than I thought was going to happen. Right. So my expectations were higher, which is why the ending was more frustrating. Yes. Because I was very, I was like, oh my gosh, she's just going to fall in love with herself and not need a man, and it's going to be great. Or, like, the original boyfriend. Also, like, all the two guys... Who she dumped. Who knew she was getting married tried to, like, she kissed one of them. Yeah, they met up. And also, both of them were not very, well, I mean, the doctor was successful, but the other one wasn't. But now they're both very successful. Because he's a lawyer? Yeah. Who cares? Now he is. Who cares? And they met up, and she had lunch. She's like, oh, you're all successful. I have so many options. Right. it's like, ugh, who are you going to go with, girl? Gross. Probably the jazz guy. (laughs) Yeah, because he's going to quit his really great job and be a jazz musician. Which is also just, like, bad advice. Like, you can do both. But he loves jazz. Which, also, like, he can't do both. Like, he was a the youngest partner which meant that like for i don't know six uninterrupted years he was working and playing jazz 
secretly. Jazz at night. Which is like... Nighttime jazz. If I know anything about lawyers, which for some reason I know a lot about lawyers, they work a disgusting amount until their partner. Yeah. Then they can like push it off on... To only like 50 or 60 hours a week. Yeah, like they push it off on the juniors (laughs) and the paralegals and the assistants. Like that's how business works. But like, so that Mm -hmm. means he was working presumably 80 hour weeks Mm -hmm. and playing jazz. So maybe she doesn't really know him and he doesn't know her. Hmm. I totally think that. Hmm. I I feel like their marriage isn't going to be great. Uh... (laughs) Let's pretend you are in a Hallmark movie. Okay. Or excuse me, a lifetime movie. Oh, oh, so there's <laughs> so like, someone has mentioned the crack sex in your rack. marriage, possibly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. You are uh, in a loveless relationship, mm. and you have a secret mm. that you are going to break the relationship off. Oh no! What's your secret passion? Not ja- don't say jazz. Okay. Mm, puppeteering. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> that's not that's not me hang really. On, but hang on. <laughs> Like, it would be a great lifetime movie. Like Muppet puppeteering? Or, wait, did I'm... you did you see Being John Malkovich? Oh, no. Oh, oh my God. <gasps> there is some very adult oh puppeteering God. going on in that movie. Oh, I'm, I'm seeing, like, marionettes, so I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay. It's, oh, great. It's that's weird. What, that's what my secret passion is, if I'm a, if I'm a lifetime star. <laughs> Mine would be, like, geology. And, like... <laughs> Just okay. like you're so fascinated by geodes, and she's so fascinated with just diamonds, you're like, mm, can't you understand, close. like the beauty of this? And she's like, if there's not a diamond on my finger in eight months, we're calling it quits. Uh-oh. And that's how she talks. Yeah. And she's got great bangs because <laughs> this is a lifetime movie. And probably really great rack. I'm not gonna mention that. <laughs> Hallmark movie, she's wearing like a, a, a turtleneck. A very, very <laughs> thick sweaters. Yes. And a, and a cross necklace. <laughs> non denominational cross, though. Right, just right. Like, it's just, like, you know, you just know it's representing a higher power. Her name is Rachel, but she's wearing a cross. We're mm. trying to get everybody involved in this yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. All right. Speaking of predictable ending, which movie satisfied the fact that. I know exactly what I'm getting into. And what I'm getting into oh. is this couple that's not working, they're going to work out. Oh, yeah. Because love finds a way. <laughs> love always finds a way. Love finds a way. I know. I know. Uh, a very merry toy story. I called that ending pretty quick into it. You called it from the, the credits. Like, and, yeah, I was like, oh, he has a he wants to buy this house for $40,000. She has a loan. He's going to pay for her loan. They're going to be fine. And really, they're, they're talking fights. about forty grand. Is, that's a lot of money. <laughs> In twenty seventeen dollars, that's like that's right? like forty three thousand dollars. Woo, money! Also, just like, <laughs> is she gonna have to like claim that on her taxes? Mm. How does that work? Well, yeah, you can only gift twenty five thousand, I think, um, as a gift. So she is it a gift? To... Because then he married. That's true. Is, is it a dowry payment? Ooh, Wait, oh. no, dowries yeah. are with her the dad's dead. So huh? that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Did he kill her father? Did he kill his father? Holiday in handcuffs. <laughs> Three years ago, Ooh. he went on a murder spree. <laughs> We're going to write the prequel to this movie. It's no, Holiday in Handcuffs is already a movie. No, the, but the prequel to this one could be one of the Holiday... No, it's, it's Hallmark Movies and Mystery Channel. They have one of those. It's really I, I, of course, have to give it to Toy Story. Or the, we called it that twice now. Toy Story. Uh, a very merry toy... First of all, 
the Very Merry Toy Store is not a name of a thing. No. Anyway, uh, yeah. just just what do you think mm. would have satisfied the uh, predictable ending for Valentine's Day Carol? Ooh, I, I didn't have a predictable ending for that because I, I, I would have loved for you her had, to just end up with herself. But that's an intelligent fine. ending. Yeah, that's Because right. the intelligent <laughs> ending of A Very Merry Toy Story mm-hmm. is they both go out of business and, like, Roy didn't seem like that bad of a guy. He didn't. I mean, I think he was a little shady, a little manipulative. Just but, because, uh, yeah. Yeah. He wanted to make money, which in a Valentine's Day Carol, which is not what it's called, uh, they, he would have been, maybe that's what his secretary was into. He's a powerful Ooh. man. Ah. He's not flipping burgers. He's rich. Yeah. He drives a cool nice car. car. yeah. What was yeah. the other one? Um, ambitious. He was nah, he wanted good to looking. take. No, he wanted. Oh yeah. But take the money over the good looks. So, Thank okay, you. There we go. Thanks, check, Jackie. Check, check, exactly. check. Important. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe we should have gotten more into the secretary's background. Hmm. Maybe that would have made would have stepped it up a bit. Just because, like, the predictable ending was like, uh, she wakes up, heals all the relationships, oh, and says, "A very merry." Valentine's to one and all, and she's she asks a little boy, "What day is it?" And he, right. she buys a goose. That would have been. There's good. a cripple that she heals. Or she should have bought like, give me the biggest heart shaped box of chocolates you can get. Oh, yes, right. That makes. Let's rewatch. We should write that movie. A very merry Valentine's right. Day <laughs> story. Right. Radio station. All right, yeah. now we're gonna get into the nitty gritty. Which mm. love story? was portrayed better which one had mm. the blast from the past mm. mm-hmm. and more satisfying satisfying sounds so gross when i say it out loud <laughs> uh which movie did a better job of portraying a relationship between two consenting adults that okay. was satisfactory to the viewer I, i'm gonna go with very merry <laughs> toy store oh boy uh again because valentine carol she they really didn't know each other they had two completely what about the haiku guy oh well i mean if we're not looking at the main couple i could get into some stuff and what about that guy who's the the sexual predator at work what about him him. oh gosh yeah he's yeah i guess now that i'm coming up with these suggestions i'm gonna have to agree with you on this one there you go yep but i'm gonna give it to the secretary and roy and toy roy's toy story Roy and Toy coming to town. Because what if his dad and wife died? Why aren't we giving him any sympathy? We don't. Yeah, we don't get much about him. Yeah. Um, I don't like the Brian Dennehy and Zelda love story because it, it feels awkward. well. It's 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 built on lies. He could have mm. just said, "I want to learn the piano," yeah. and the libraries don't have any books. Yeah, because he was like, "I want to learn he, piano for my niece's wedding." And she comes and she teaches him piano for a no, while. No, she doesn't. Yeah, well, he doesn't learn. He's just looking at her, crack her, ra- cracking her rack. And then uh, she comes to his house and she's like, "You don't have a piano." And he's like, "Oh, so yeah, that's right. I've been lying Here's to you my bed. and uh, giving no, you money." He didn't say that because first of all, no, the bedroom is visible, <laughs> and it is two twin beds. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's bunk beds. <laughs> Who sleeps in? My ghosts. <laughs> every every wow. se- every sentence he said, I thought should be followed up with, "What am I doing here?" Because <laughs> he's he's got this big beard. He's rotund. He's a large. And he's man. wearing a vest, mm-hmm. like but like a an outdoor vest at all times, mm-hmm. and he looks a little disheveled. Yeah, a little at haggard. best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
He was, I feel like, yeah, we probably could have done without him. He kind of just, like, told the story. Oh, and then there was that, there was the other, oh, <laughs> the other diner lady who told the story of, of um, A.C. Slater's dad and Sabrina's mom. Yeah. No, her, Sabrina's dad and how they yeah. just own a toy store together and then they broke up. No, that that was, A.C. Slater told that story oh. and Brian Dennehy says, I hate that story. Oh. And then they're and like. He's just there for the backup. And he's like, what happened to, like, this is all happening during an upstairs piano lesson. It was. Which is, like, and he I, walks upstairs without Sabrina, whose no, name but is Connie. He brings she her, even he there. brings her, like, son. son. yeah. Oh, God. So she just trusts him with her son, even though No, like, she doesn't him. know they're hanging out or something. And Great he's, job, Mom. And she's just... <laughs> but Sabrina takes this time to constantly insult his dead father. He's just like... He he's a real he's a real jerk like cause she is the worst actor. The kid does a better job. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, these fight she's, words. Do you love? No, 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 no. Okay, no, thank no. God. She's so bad. <laughs> yeah. She keeps waiting for someone to tell her her line, and then she delivers oh, it as if that. she's on SNL where she's just reading a card off screen. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. Uh-huh. I feel like AC really puts his heart and soul into everything he's, he does. He's not bad at acting. Yeah. This yeah. is a bad movie. Good job, Mario. He's not bad at acting. All right. Now, okay. this was a made-for-TV. So we covered made-for-TV by Blast from the Past Love mm-hmm. Story yeah, and Predictable Ending. Mm-hmm. Now, which one did a better job of portraying the holiday in this made-for-TV holiday mm-hmm. movie? Hmm. I mean, there was a Christmas scene... Oh, I also have a question because okay. there was there was a Christmas scene with Melissa Joan Hart and her family and AC Slater's over there putting something in her stocking. Yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> what did he put in her stocking? I don't even remember. Was her it an engagement it. ring? No, I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't think we saw that. Was it the deed? No, because <gasps> he needed the deed. Right. Um, was, was it? It wasn't forty thousand dollars. Yeah. I don't. Know. They were broken up for literally like four minutes in the movie because I wrote wrote like they broke up at like our. One yeah. thirteen, and then they were back together like one sixteen or something like that. But <laughs> I, I still—I don't, don't know what he slipped in her stocking. I would have de- whoa! I would have definitely sold out. Like if the pr- proposition was said to he me, he did sell out. He went to work for Big Roy. Roy's. Twins. So what? So does Roy? Is Roy no longer? Also, they committed like multiple crimes. Oh, <laughs> like very crime holiday movie, in yeah. handcuffs, Mario. Oh, that's true. Yeah, uh, crime in it again, you know. I didn't know. It was more of a winter tale than a Christmas tale. Yeah, I mean, they had, like, a Christmas tree visible sometimes. Um, they had a holiday dance carnival. Yeah, I've never heard um, of one of those. Sign me up. <laughs> that's the thing is, your favorite holiday is Christmas. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no question. No one's favorite holiday is Valentine's Day. Mm, no. Unless they are... My mom's is... My mom's favorite holiday is Valentine's Day. Hmm. Shout out to Peggy. <laughs> hmm. All right. Is it because she had, like, good Valentine's Day growing up? Yeah, really okay. good memories, and yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because it seems like most of the people in these movies should not have Valentine's Day as their favorite day because they're so superficial. Right. And, and it seems like a problem... <laughs> Did she get married on Valentine's Day? She was going to, oh. and then she did. 
Okay. And she invited her two exes to it, which was I don't know. Amazing. Were they invited or they just show up? Ugh, I don't Were they going to, like, graduate? Like, ah, like, knock on the glass? I don't know. Um, they both found a rando there. It was fine. That's, that, you're right! Whoa, yeah. that's weird. Yeah. I thought they both did a really bad job of knowing which holiday they, they were making a movie for. Yeah, I because, mean, so the, I think the Christmas one, the holiday uh, toy store... <laughs> Very Merry Twister. <laughs> I know what it's called, and I won't call it by its name. <laughs> I mean, it was, like, very much built up to Christmas. We have to buy these toys. There's this big, like, it was doll built, coming no, out. No, it was built up to a deadline. And that's no, the that's same true. thing, like... But the, wasn't it, like, Christmas Eve? Was that the deadline? We don't know. know. We, neither of us can remember. They hijacked a Did truck. Did you write it down? They hijacked a truck. No, they just... With this Alicia doll in it that everyone was going And then they about. just put it in a school yeah i don't even know and then they school became best friends and then they made out soon after they did make a couple cubs references which i did not love but that's fine. but they were from connecticut yeah so where <laughs> where were they? connecticut and seattle hmm. oh they kept mentioning the cubs winning the world series they did and i was like boo as if it was sucks. an underdog story instead of the worst kind of story yeah which is one of these stories we watch yeah <laughs> this is the worst kind where the villain wins, right? <laughs> and no one's happy. That would have been that would have been a fun twist. I think if the story <laughs> toys takes over, it if the story like, was told by Roy, where it's just an enterprising, I would like it. We'd get a lot older of older man. We get a lot of kinky stuff with him and his secretary. This might old, have to be HBO. <laughs> an older man whose wife was killed in a car accident. Oh God! Whose mom has been dead for years. Yeah. And he inherited. Oh no! His dad was dead. And his name was Roy, and he yeah. inherited Roy's toys. Roy Jr. And he's just trying to make things work with his secretary, mm-hmm. who's been listening to this talk show, and he's like, does she love me for my money? Does she love for you for me? <gasps> oh, yeah. And he moves into this small town whose two toy stores are floundering, and he tries to make them both a deal so that one man can buy his house from his ex-wife, right. really and this weird. terrible woman would have enough money to give her son a Happy Christmas. Yes. And then he's mm-hmm. thwarted by these two terrible people who can't... That's wrong. Mario Lopez can act. And he tries to give money to a local ruffian and turn his life around by helping him win a bobsled contest. Right. But he is, a, of course, thwarted by that rapscallion uh, <laughs> who, whose brother is so dumb. That, uh, yeah. And his... Oh, boy. And that one guy... The trucker gets fired... Yeah. He's just trying to feed his family. Poor people. Oh, man. I feel so, like they could probably combine these two movies and make an interesting one. I'm worried that there is no holiday in either of these movies. Okay. That it's just a movie and then they, like... So, did you ever see Planes, Trains, and Automobiles? Yes. What movie was that? Thanksgiving. Or, right. Should have been Christmas, right? <laughs> it's just like... Yeah. 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 So, both of these, you can repl- you can switch it. You c- it could be the... Oh, I guess... <laughs> Adult toy store for Valentine's Day. I guess a, a very horny toy store. <laughs> HBO, are you listening? <laughs> uh, HBO, want to take it? We have to go to like Cinemax. S- yeah. Oh, no. Or show? No, show. Yeah, Showtime. Showtime maybe. Yeah, Showtime yeah. for sure. Yeah. We'll show some boobs. Right, fine. right after Outlander, you do a very horny toy store. Perfect. So <laughs> after this podcast, we're gonna watch. We're gonna write. pitch. Yeah. Pitch. We're we don't have to write it. We're, there's no way I'm writing this. Okay. I don't want this on my my CV. It's not going to look good. Good, good. Okay. Uh, but Make so, us millions. Okay, so where are you going to... I'm guessing you're going Very Merry Toy Store. 
on this one. I am. And we're calling this a, this is a, a Meg bill. We got mm-hmm. straight down the row. I'm yeah. not giving it to either of them. Nobody deserves okay. a holiday. <laughs> um, so if you're keeping track at home, a very merry toy store blew a Valentine's Day carol out. That's not what it's called. A, val- a very <laughs> Valentine's Day massacre right out of the water. <laughs> Valentine's carol. With Meg's four, my two, an abstination, uh, it has all of the votes. Um, So if you are forced (laughs) under duress to watch a holiday made-for-TV movie, Mm -hmm. watch A Very Merry Toy Story. Yep, it's only a dollar. You can buy it and keep it forever. (laughs) Or if you have that gambling spirit... Mm. Download the Hallmark Channel app Whoa. for exactly six days. Free, free, yeah. Uh, I did it through my Fire Stick, and nice. I was able to delete it through my Prime. I'll send you the instructions if you want. I'll put in the show notes if you need them. Uh, how you can get rid of an app that you accidentally download yep. for free. Yeah. Um, Meg says, mm. "Do not watch a Valentine's." carol it was it was rough for me but it did have me guessing it did have a lot of throwbacks to some 60s tv shows my only recommendation (laughs) is if you're gonna watch both of these in sequence watch a valentine's day carol second because the 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 special effects will wow you yeah yeah and also probably drink while you're doing it there's no real way to get around that yeah yeah Uh, We'll be back in a minute with a recommendation for two uh, holiday made-for-TV movies that we enjoyed. Like, that we watched on purpose. A couple times. Yeah. (laughs) Alright, we're back because you wanted to know some more made-for-TV holiday movies. We've got your recommendations here. Who doesn't want to know that? Hello. Meg, you ready? I'm ready. Or do you want me to go first? You can go first. All right. Okay. Uh, I picked a Valentine's Day made-for-TV movie, oh. and it's a Netflix special, which I consider made-for-TV because it's streaming? What do you think? Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so this is called Michael Bolton's Big Sexy Valentine's Day special. Oh, my God. It's, <laughs> it starts out as a Christmas mention movie because santa claus is visibly a is a casted character and he uh tells michael bolton michael bolton has a very close relationship with santa claus in the movie for some inexplicable reason and uh gives him a mission and michael bolton's job is to make sure that seventy-five thousand couples have sex (gasps) by racy by uh february 14th so that there are seventy five thousand new babies for christmas oh my god um and so uh it is of course um so it's directed by scott ackerman and i think i say akiva schaefer but i don't know if it's akiva schaefer the guy from um lonely island oh i don't know so uh nice though him so it's so it's the Lonely Island crew, uh, Akiva Jorma and Andy Samberg. Wow! So they get into some crazy mischief, but they also bring in their crew from like the Comedy Bang Bang group. So a bunch of comedians you've seen and do a bunch of other stuff. Louis Anderson, Bob Saget, <gasps> ah! so Sarah Silverman, wow. Sinbad, uh, and then like 
A bunch of other funny people like Kenny G and Randall Park, Fred Armisen, um, Chris Parnell, Maya Rudolph. Dang, this sounds like an actually good movie. I'm going to watch this. So it's super silly. It's The plot is ridiculous. And every line that Michael Bolton says, you have to imagine Andy. it was written for Andy Samberg. Because they did not think they were going to get Michael Bolton. <gasps> In, wow. th- this is the story I'm telling myself because I'm watching it. I'm like, Michael Bolton is delivering these lines confusingly. Oh. And every time I've seen Andy Samberg do a bit, he mm. performs these lines. Like, if I, you should watch okay. the movie Hot Rod or um, Pop Star, Never Stop, Never Stopping. That's mm. also like a basically a Lonely Island movie where mm. like Jorma and Akiva write, produce, direct, all this other stuff with Andy Samberg. And it's it do, it takes itself very seriously also as a joke. Like very it, everything is you have to it's it's very meta where they make jokes to the camera, they make jokes amongst each other, but it's also like just goofy, very funny. Uh there is a lot of singing. Kenny G plays some. Ooh. Andy Samberg is Kenny G as the main antagonist however oh. their kenny g plays a janitor okay and uh michael bolton hmm. sings very well and it's very funny yeah uh you might be like hey is this just a very long music video hmm. that is inspired by the captain jack sparrow thing <laughs> that's where they met and michael bolton has a very weird like 20 15 minute interview about this with someone i can't remember who the uh talk show host talk show host is but michael bolton is thinks that he is a very important person still well i mean he is but like he's he's important in that like it's kind of a joke yeah he's a very good singer though yeah and i would recommend this movie because one it's rewatchable two okay the holiday thing is a little loose but it's very okay it they incorporate some valentine's thing things that are in there okay it's there's a love story and mm. uh it's a uh, the ending is not predictable however <laughs> so Ooh, it's it's, it's very exciting. weird it's very oh. weird i'm gonna watch this thursday night when uh yeah i recommend my, uh, it my pal comes in town we're gonna watch that together and drink to it I'm hardcore sure. recommend all right michael okay. bolton's very sexy valentine's day special i'm into that. big sexy valentine's big day. sexy Ooh, okay uh, my recommendation is uh, one of my favorite made-for-TV movies that I just found out it was taken off of Netflix, so sorry, everyone. Uh, <laughs> the Spirit of Christmas from 2015. Um, oh, a recent one. Oh, you know. Directed by David Jackson. Don't know what else he's done. Probably some great stuff. Writer Tracy Andreen. Um, The lead in it's really, really good looking, and, and the girl's cute, too. Uh, it's about a ghost again. I really like ghosts. So <laughs> it's about a ghost again. Have <laughs> me back for Halloween. You know, we can tell ghost stories or whatever. Uh, <laughs> Scary. <laughs> no, but it's, so uh... you type in the spirit. There is a movie called The Spirit. <laughs> thanks, thanks. That's the first hit on IMDb. The I... second hit, The Spirit of Christmas the TV spirit of movie. Christmas, yeah. So Kate, a workaholic lawyer, has three weeks to get a haunted bed and breakfast appraised and sold. The uncooperative manager claims a spirit who lives there will not approve. With Kate's possible promotion resting on accomplishing this task, she checks in and haggles with the aforesaid Christmas spirit, who suspiciously seems awfully solid for a ghost. 
they do some stuff in it, guys, and um, at the end, he may or not may not be a ghost anymore. I don't know. I'm still questioning it. So, <laughs> this is not the first time I've heard of this movie. Yeah, nice. and they were ghost sex. Also, so like cool. the description of it that you did was a lot more positive. Mm. But they, the people that described it also liked it. Also, the director that you mentioned yeah, earlier, uh-huh. 72 movies under his he's belt. does so much. I mean, he's uh, One of them was called Christmas Perfection. Good. Last Vermont Christmas. I, probably, I saw the that one. Cheerleader Murders. Oh, I don't want to watch that. Put that one on the list. He wrote for Bloodlines. Hmm. Uh, oh. Supa Ninjas. Good. Two episodes. Not bad. Good. Vampire Diaries. Oh. CSI. My kids love New that. New York. Oh. Uh, One Tree Hill, four episodes. Dang. Oh. Return to Halloween Town. Oh, love that movie. <laughs> Supernatural. It's for TV again. Disney. One episode. Uh, Charmed, three episodes. So okay. he definitely has he stuff. He's got the the Witchblade. That was a movie. Mm-hmm. The Lone Gunman, which was the spinoff of the X Files. Nash Bridges, Dark Angel with Jessica Alba. I love Alba. Nash Bridges. Look back at the nineties, right? Oof. He this guy's done some stuff. Dang. The Pretender with Jared. Yes. Profiler. That's I when mean, it was okay to profile people. Uh, well. <laughs> Strange man. He's David David Jackson. David's got, it, got known, it going on. Known for the Equalizer. Oh, 1985 version. Oh, wow. Miami Vice, 1984 oh. version. Wow. Mr. He's and Mrs. Been Smith, for... 1996 version. Oh. Turns out there's a lot of remakes. He's been around for a while. Yeah. Okay, and then so. your writer. Let's see what your writer got up to. Holy Andrean. cow. Been doing a lot. 24 titles, mostly Christmas movies. Good. Mostly I mean, TV movies. Okay, so wedding, my future. Wedding March okay. 4, something old, something new. Wedding March 4, whoa. <laughs> Once Upon a Prince. Good. My job when I retire will Sounds be good. coming up with ridiculous names for movies. And I will A very them. merry... Uh, Toy Story. No, Toy Story. Oh, a very merry fire truck. Like, you just keep good. putting in different yeah. nouns at yeah. the yeah. end. Very merry wine shop. That could... Oh, wine vineyard. That's even better. So you can get all the workers in. Does a spirit? What was it called? A spirit of what? A Christ- spirit of Christmas. A spirit yes. of Christmas. Was there There's a, lot a holiday of- in the movie? You know it's Christmas. Uh, how about that love There's story? There's a love story. Oh, he's a blast, blast from, from the, the past. past. I mean, he lived he's 200 years ago. So yeah, he's a ghost. <laughs> Predictable ending. I mean, it's it's not logical, but wait, not. <laughs> is there something where like he's a ghost for? a He's not a ghost for a little bit of time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He like comes back. Yeah, he's like a human form and can like apparently I guess kiss people. And a whole lot more. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Do ghosts? Hmm. Nope. Not gonna broach that subject. Ugh. I do remember a Baywatch episode where a ghost did accost Wait, one of the. Are you thinking of ladies. Baywatch Nights? Maybe it was. I think it was Yasmin Bleed though. I think a ghost got it on with her. I'll look it up because yeah. I don't know how I'm going to look that up now that I said it out loud. Can we don't compare, wanna, don't can we compare get... Baywatch with Baywatch Nights? I mean, <laughs> Baywatch Nights, had, like they solved mysteries. Ooh. I never watched Baywatch, but I watched Baywatch Nights. Oh. Can't explain that. <laughs> nothing, nothing else to say. I also didn't watch Highlander, but I watched Highlander the Raven. I was a big WB Whoa. fan. Oh. You know? Yeah, big no cable. Yeah. <laughs> Stay strong. Uh, yeah, watch a lot of uh, Wishbone. Oh, God, I loved Wishbone. Wishbone wouldn't have done either of these movies. 
All right. No. That's all I'm saying. Because they weren't books. Am I right? That's true. I, I'm sure there was a version mm-hmm. of. They probably could have put a, a book in there. So a Jack Russell in there. Do you think that in a Christmas Carol, mm-hmm. would Wishbone the legit move the yeah. legit one by Dickens? The, the Dickens <laughs> would. <laughs> yeah, I know who Wishbone would be in the the A Very Merry Christmas <laughs> Valentine. But what do you think? <laughs> what do you think he? What do you think Wishbone's gonna play? In Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. Is he a goat? Is he the ghost? Could he be the ghost for all of them, though? Could he be the ghost for past, present, only... and future? Oh, you're right. No, it's past, future, and Jacob Marley. Because he's like, you're going to be visited by three ghosts. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I think he'd have to be Scrooge, because Wishbone's always in all of it, you know? But is he... Oh, is he the little guy? Is he Tiny Tim? Because, oh, like, yeah. he he's the, the guy... I don't see Wishbone as a bad guy, and Scrooge is a villain yeah. that changes. That's true. Wishbone usually like inspires people. I was a big fan of the um, when he had the really long beard because he was the guy that fell asleep for a really long Grand time. Winkle. That was the funniest thing. <laughs> and then when Wishbone was Odysseus and he strung a bow somehow and oh, shot an arrow. God. Anyway, I need to rewatch all the Wishbones. Anyway. Watch Wishbone. This, That's what we're coming to. Yeah, we're, At we're, the end of this, watch Wishbone. We're hard-plugging Wishbone <laughs> because if you have to watch something that was made for TV, make it public broadcasting, right. you and losers. I, and, I, and I love Jack Russell's and yeah. dogs. So. Get off of <laughs> Lifetime. Cancel your Hallmark channel <laughs> subscription because you know it's only free for six days. The yeah. seventh day. Get that PBS. Though. Yeah. <laughs> channel 9. Uh, this has been comparing apples to oranges. I'm Mike. I'm Meg. And we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Tell me about the plans you're making. Tell me one thing more before I go. Hello there, and thank you for listening to episode 47. We had a lot of fun making this one. Uh, really glad Meg could be here. I got that blogger site uh, all nice and tip-top shape, so go ahead and check that out. It's at thecatopodcast.blogspot.com. Um, got some good, uh, some little goodies for you in the show notes. Go ahead and check those out for this episode. If you have comments or ideas for future episodes of the podcast, please send it to... Um, on Twitter, it's at the Cato Podcast, all one word, or email it to catopodcast at gmail.com. The intro, outro, and music bed music was the song Thumbs Up by the artist Leisure B. Really good stuff, so go ahead and check him out if you want to hear more from thehumanworkshop.com. Um, I hope you enjoyed Michael Bolton. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And I'll see you next month. Bye.